Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Swimming in the flats, dancing on the path below. I ain't worried. They're right around Australia, a slight technical delay to kickstart our night. Thursday evening, Maccas run all thanks to Maccas. Cam Luke in the house. Yeah, I know. I wish we had Thursday night football as well, but we will have one. We'll have a final. So that's good news. Ins and outs and your calls, and that's the most important thing for a Thursday. one 736 736 Prizes galore to give away. Prizes galore. We'll get to them shortly. Uh, Mitch Cleary's going to jump on the line in about half hour's time. Let's have a chat. Big news. Chris Scott looking like he'll resign. What is it? Mean in the West as Adam Simpson and the Eagles get ready to come to Melbourne to take on the Bulldogs. Tom Barras talking the Eagles. Is he 100% locked in? And a little bit more as well. But this is going to be a wonderful, wonderful weekend. The second last weekend of the season, the home and away season. And it kickstarts on a Friday night that about three months ago on this show, I said would break the Marvel Stadium record. 1v2, Collingwood probably have wrapped it all up as we head to what's going to be a interesting last fortnight for the football club because they're going to manage some players. No Dugowie, no Bobby Hill, uh, no Darcy Moore. Uh, Still side bottom is back in, but they are in a situation where a couple of those guys had to be a final, maybe would be in a different situation, but it's not. But it shouldn't deter from what's going to be a wonderful Friday night, one three hundred. 736, 736 to get involved. I'm looking forward to that one. Adelaide and Sydney might be the biggest game of the weekend, though, because the Swans have kind of in a weird way underrated themselves and got back into the eight. We're continually talking about the Cats not being able to back it up, the two grand final teams. We have to go back to 1963 to be in a situation where neither of the grand final teams play off, and I think it's the biggest game of the weekend now. Isaac Rankin is in. Pedler omitted. Nan Curvis likewise. Rochelle was the sub last week. Expect him to play. Rampy is back in. Francis out. Amadi injured. This is the interesting one. If the Swans go to Adelaide and knock off the Crows, who were really good last week, really, really good, then all of a sudden, they are going to make the eight. But the Crows who have been outstanding all year, defied expectations, and now find themselves really one home win away. If they beat Sydney, they'll beat the West Coast Eagles, and you know what? They'll make the eight, and they can do some damage. They're going to have to be on the road. It's not that easy. They're a youngish team. Their forward line is, is headlined by Tex Walker, no doubt, no arguments about that. But we're in a situation where by far the most interesting game of the weekend is Adelaide Sydney. one 736 736 to get involved. I think Ray's going to join me very shortly. Temper Tex is going to fire on up. Tony really pushing the Hawks. The real test for Hawks is next season. That's a, it's a good point. 
on how teams handle expectations, right? How they handle expectations. So the big thing will be with Hawthorne, who didn't have any expectations this year, but they've been brilliant. Been brilliant. Newcomb and Will Day are budding stars. I think Will Day is going to be the next superstar that club has. Mitch Lewis is on the right track. And I think Sam Mitchell is getting a lot of kudos, as well he should have, considering the decisions they made at the end of last year and how they were viewed. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 Ray's going to kickstart us. Ray, hello to you. Stephen Cam, how are you? Good, man. What do you got? I think it's about time Melbourne looked outside the circle a little bit and outside the square as well. Mm-hmm. And maybe try Tomlinson at centre-half forward. Good competitor, good mark, good kick, good at ground level. Knows absolutely nothing about complicated leading patterns. He should be perfect. <laughs> he's an interesting one. I Did he play? I know he's played a couple of games. He was actually really good. It was a King's birthday he played really well. I think it was King's yeah. birthday he played. He He's a really interesting one because I like him as a footballer. Of course, he was a high-priced recruit when they were able to get him in. He obviously had the ACL, missed out on that premiership, uh, and he's in a situation where I think they were trying to get him to play as a wing when they brought him in, and it's very hard as a defender to break in because clearly Lever and uh, May are two of the best in the league. I, I, I do Interesting this weekend, uh, just uh, Hibbard's out. Well, he was the sub last week, so he'd probably be the sub again. Uh, Spargo in... Tomlinson and Shacky. Now, Ray, correct me if I'm wrong. You being a D's fan probably would know more. But Shacky's only played the one game, right? Yes. Mm. This will be interesting to see if they take a little punt on Josh Shacky, who, of course, was a forward as a a junior. It was part of a Bulldogs team that was incredible late in 2021. But if he gets an opportunity, maybe he plays him self into something interesting later and part of that 22. I, I don't disagree with you, Ray. Uh, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Brody oh, Grundy's I'm, still in currently. We'll see what the next 24 hours sits. I'm being a little bit tongue-in-cheek. The thing is, oh, well, um, unfortunately, I think we might lose Tomlinson. I, I think you almost certainly will lose Tomlinson. I think there'll be clubs out there who would like him, and I think he'd look for a fresh start. But I don't... I know you might have been tongue-in-cheek with the, the running patterns and all the rest of it, and I know it's late into the season, but I'm not 100% sold on it being a disgusting idea considering how the forward line is going. But it will be well, interesting to see what they can conjure up. He has a crack at all times, mm-hmm. and he very rarely loses a one-on-one. So, I don't know, maybe it would be worth a try. Anyway, we'll wait and see what happens. Who knows, Grundy might... Might just fire up for us. Well, that's very true. We appreciate your call. Good luck for the weekend. Off to text G's. You are talking some absolute dribble to start the show. Wow. That's from Macca. Macca, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. I understand that not always easy for people to call due to work or, or other stuff, but give me a buzz and let's absolutely there are no doubt times that I talk absolute dribble, but you need to be a bit more specific. So you can call me 
and we talk about it, and you may have a chance to win a Signet Power Boost, which is great because if you're out this time of year and your mobile goes flat, happens all the time for me, I'll throw you a prize. You give me a buzz, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. We'll thrash it out. You tell me what dribble I'm talking. I'm not even saying you're wrong, but you buzz me and we talk rather than sit at home and just text me. Kevin's in Doncaster. Kev, hello to you. Hi, mate. How's it going? Really well, man. Fire away. A quick one on the pies. I've just, uh, you know, been thinking about this. Uh, you know, we had Jack Ginneman come back into the uh, squad uh, last week. And, you know, I felt that both uh, Bobby Hill and uh, Jack Ginneman can play in the same forward line. Mm-hmm. And just want to get your thoughts on that. And uh, do you see them playing in the forward line in the finals, mate? It's a tough one, right? It depends. That forward line, we spoke a lot about uh, a couple of listeners rang last week, had some concerns and some worries about Meyercheck and the fact he probably hadn't had a good five or six weeks. And I, I sort of spoke about the fact yeah. that that forward line has it's been a work in progress, which is something that isn't always said for a team that's been on top of the ladder for, for so much of the year. And, and the fact is that yeah. there hasn't been any great consistency inside 50. Now, the, the thing with Ginevan is he, as the game changed the moment he got subbed in last week. The game yeah, that's right. absolutely changed. He's, he's, he's contagiously energetic. I think the crowd yep. feeds off him. I think the way that he plays his football lends itself to uh, scoring opportunities. And if we look back a year ago where he was so great in his first year and into the 40s, he missed out on his spot in the 22 through his own stupidity in the offseason and Bobby Hill came on in and 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 was was brilliant and has been brilliant. I think they oh, can. Oh, absolutely. I think they can play inside the same 50. What I'll say about about Ginevan is that and this is not what he would want to hear at all and I don't think any player wants this, but he works really effective as a sub. He's he's the perfect tactical sub. Now I'm not saying that he will just play as a sub because that that is something that very rarely happens, but he is a guy who, when impacted into a game, uh, maybe a quarter or a bit of a quarter in like it was last week, the whole thing did change. Can they play inside the 50? Yes. If my checker must stay, continue to play decent footballers as, as bigger targets. Uh, they've got Jamie Elliott there as well. So it's a different look. Yeah. But I'm thinking you've got guys who are in form. You find a way to be able to squeeze them in. Craig McRae's been able to show that in his two years of coaching. Oh look, absolutely, man. I mean, look in the back in the uh, back in the old days. I mean, not too too long ago, you know, we had uh, Medhurst, Didac, and Davis, uh, you know, playing in the forward line, yeah. and uh, you know they were, you know, absolutely potent. You know, tear aside apart, uh, you know, with their skills, and uh, you know, just it was amazing watching them play. And I don't see any reason as to why Ginevan, Bobby Hill, and Elliot, you know, being the small forwards, can uh, you know replicate that sort of success that. Uh, Medhurst, Davis, and Didac had. McCreary there as well. As well, it's it's an interesting forward line. I, I, I like it, and I think Craig McRae's been able to cobble stuff without having a massive, what could be considered a power forward. McStay and and Mycheck are probably those sort of just a smidge smaller than your your Kernos and your Mackays and even your Tex Walkers. But I, I think that their forward line will be. Well, it is. It's multifaceted, and I think the way that it goes into September is, is quite a conversation. Uh, mate, as always, love your call, Kev. Have a great weekend and enjoy the game tomorrow night. Thanks, mate. You too, mate. Cheers. All right, Greg, Luke, wait right there. The prizes have been delivered from our man Benny Lyon out the back. Three double passes to Field of Women. It's the tickets to the game on Sunday. 
And of course, it is the big one because you get to go onto the ground. It is for breast cancer and the council and, and raising money for people who have breast cancer or family and friends who have been touched by tragedy. So if you can't be there in person, make sure you buy a virtual place and leave a message of support at fieldofwomen.org.au. But I've got three double passes for you to go to a an interesting game. Hawthorne are playing really well. Melbourne need to win it to wrap up their top four spot. Still probably at 90%, but they've got a tough one against Sydney the following week. So big one this weekend. And I've got a couple of Signet Boost Power Banks valued at $44.95 to give away. It'll keep your phone, tablet, and earbuds power 24-7. Temper text is fired up. You need to call me to talk. Greg, Luke, I'm coming to you on the other side of this. The new Cheesy Angus at Maccas. Now that puts the win in winter. The Maccas Run. The Maccas Run. Live on your home of sport, SEM. Right around Australia, it's the Maccas run, all thanks to Maccas. Harcourt's open line is open, one 736 736 A couple of conspiracy theories coming in, we'll get to this shortly. Greg is in Heelsville. Greg, hello to you. G'day mate, how you doing? Doing well man, what do you got for me? Well, firstly, let's, let's, get, the, uh, let's get the scenario straight. You're not boring, you're not talking crap. <laughs> I... You're, uh, you're vibrant. You're, no, I'm serious. Listen. No, no, you know what, Greg? I, I do appreciate. I, I do appreciate the call, but let's talk some footy. I, I, you know what? I love talking footy, and, and I don't very rarely uh, respond to negative texts. I just like I like people to call and have the conversation. I've no doubt there are times where I do talk nonsense, but you know what? It's what we're here for, right? It's what sports about. Occasionally, we uh, we say something other people don't agree in with. That's all right. These things happen, well, Greg. That's life. Mate, listen, I've got a, a couple of quick questions for you, mate, if you've got your finger on the pulse of the AFL. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when blokes announce their retirement, like Zeebs and uh, Cunnington and, um, you know, Cotton, et cetera, et cetera, are, the, um, are they, the coaching staff and the coaches, obligated to speak to them because of their retirement? Is form Dean being picked, or are they just, oh, I'm going to go out so give me the highlight sort of thing, you know? I, I, look. I, I think in, in say, the players that you mentioned there, because of their standing in the game and the fact that finals are pretty much done and dusted. And they're, and they're also an argument. Like, we're not just picking a guy who hasn't played a game all year. You know what I mean? So, Cochin and, and Revolt. Revolt's had a really good year. Uh, Zeebel and Cunnington, uh, they've had ups and downs, which the team has. So, I, I think that there is a basic understanding that when they put their hand up to say, this is kind of it, uh, they're probably going to get a game. And I, I, I think all four of those guys sit firmly in their 22. What about David Warner, mate? He's gone, oh, I'm going to retire this year at Sydney, blah, blah, blah. But his form's been pretty bloody atrocious. So, and he still reckons he's going to be guaranteed <laughs> cricket games. You know yeah, what I mean? Well, cr- cricket's a little bit of a different situation because David Warner announced it, and he's probably eight test matches when he, the announcement was made. It was probably eight, maybe even more test matches away from that that uh, that SCG test early in 2024. It's a, it's a much different beast. Cricket, it, many people see it as an individual sport, play with a group of people, and that's sometimes how it is viewed. Uh, Warner's put his hand up. It, does it put the pressure on the selectors a little bit? Um, but he got through the, the Ashes test, and now we get to play an Australian summer, you would think. Uh, most certainly as the opening batsman. Yeah, I don't, I'm not huge on it, but I think it's a little bit, in fact, it's much different to AFL. Yeah, mate, fair call. I just, um, 
Yeah, I just think if your form's not up, you know, you pick. But if it is, I'll, look, hey, I would hate to deny uh, blokes like Rewald and Koch and uh, a send-off because they're, hey, out-and-out superstars yep. and troopers of the game. There's not an issue. Kane, the same. Zeebel, the same. But, you know, it, it's just... It's it, it sort of... You know what I mean? Look, if I said to me, I'm going to retire in 60 years' time, does that guarantee me six years of football? No, it most certainly doesn't. It, it doesn't. And I think just before you mentioned, I think they're all in their best 22. Revolt, I thought, could have gone again. Tom Lynch has been the biggest out for Richmond, and Revolt's had to play a role as the number one guy that he's done for, you know, over more than a decade, but not at this point in his career. Cochin's had moments in particular on Andrew McWalter. And with North Melbourne, been a disappointing year. I'm not saying Zeebel and Cunnington have had amazing years, but I, I also think that... Uh, they're standing in the game where they sit on the ladder and also the fact of how they've played some football this particular year. They absolutely deserve that game. Hey, Greg, love your call, mate. Have a great weekend. You too, mate. Thanks very much for taking the call. Yeah. Keep up the good work. Anytime. Up. For all things real estate, make sure you talk to Harcourts, one 736 736 Luke wants to talk about the, uh, the Giants and the Bombers. Hello, Luke. Have I got you, yeah, Luke? Um, rumor, not a rumor, but uh, a couple of uh, things about the Essendon West Coast game. If uh, West, uh, the Essendon West and Sydney game on the weekend, <coughs> uh, sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, one is Essendon could actually not, if Essendon beat Greater West and Sydney, mm-hmm. I could knock them out of the gap. Absolutely. And this is a big one, of and course. It's a, it's, it's a bit. Draper and Stringer back in. Are you are you a Bombers fan, are you, Luke? I'm a Bomber and, uh, yeah, big Bombers fan. Well. Yes, certainly. Uh, um, I think uh, we could win that. I think we could take advantage of them not having a, a real rock them. I, I think absolutely. I, I think just on. I think you're a, you're a huge chance. Draper and Stringer back in. Bedford and Daniels back in for the Giants. There's no doubt that uh, missing those two guys last week most certainly hurt them, and they were belted by Port Adelaide. Belted. But Bedford and Daniels hurt not having them in that forward line pressure. Uh, Haynes is out. McMullen is or was, you know, in a situation, and we're as well. So um, Draper and Stringer back in. There is no doubt it's a huge game. Absolutely monstrous. And the team that wins goes a little further to try and play September that I don't think anyone kind of thought with either of those two teams was possible leading into this year. Luke, appreciate your call. Michael and Craigieburn, I'm going to get to you very shortly. Jeff says this off the temper text. I think if Finn McGuinness tags Petrarca, Hawthorne's mids are going well enough to beat Melbourne. What do you think? How good will the Hawks be when they stop tanking? As Damo still believes they are even of... Today, um, I think Hawthorne can be really good. I, I think earlier text sums it up right. Expectation with expectation comes a little more pressure, and you've got to be able to handle that. And Hawthorne have been playing a little bit with house money this year. That was earlier. Their their last month has been really good. Outside that first quarter against St Kilda, they've been outstanding. They were brilliant against Collingwood. And even their first quarter against the Bulldogs was pretty pretty ordinary. Newcomb was great. Carl Amon's had a really good year crossing on over from Port Adelaide. And Will Day is an absolute star on the rise if he's not already there. Mitch Lewis, sore foot, hurts a little bit, but there's no doubt McGuinness is going to, you would think, go to Petrarca. 
maybe Oliver, but probably Petrarca and Fimaginis's year has been outstanding and continually raises the question about taggers in today's AFL. Uh, Michael and James, wait right there. We'll get to you on the other side of the break. Mitch Cleary is about 15 minutes away. Uh, as I says, I'm just wrapped Harry Mackay's in. He should never have been questioned about being in the side or not. Of course, he should be in. Agreed, Azza. There's a conspiracy theory I'll get to shortly. It's the Macca's run, all thanks to McDonald's on a Thursday.